I guess I actually did mean to ask this and I forgot financially, what are, are there differences with the caste system financially? Like are people in the higher caste more financially well off? You, you cannot say that. One cannot say that. Uh, the the people in the lower caste were denied opportunities. Mm-hmm. So that that will that would would have put them uh, in a financially um, better position. Would have positioned them better. For example, uh, in the year nineteen sixty five, the the Hart Seller Act, it. Uh, legalized uh, certain class immigrants to travel from India to come to here. Mm. So if you consider this in 1965, they opened the gates for engineers and doctors. Mm -hmm. And at that time, who are the engineers and doctors? It was the people from the upper caste. Mm -hmm. So the opportunity door was more open from them. Whereas the country U.S. believed when we open it up for specialized uh, occupations, it is equality. But in turn, the people who came uh, at that time uh, into the country were the people who had better education. Mm-hmm. And so they were able to walk. The, all the higher caste was able to walk into the country ah. at that time. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the, the movement that I was talking you, uh, to you was, was slowly building to educate people. They fought for the rights to send their kids to school because at one point, kids were not even allowed to get educated, lower caste kids. Wow. So they will not be put in school and, and the school system would be in a temple area. Uh, and that's where the religion connect comes in. And uh, the lower caste is not supposed to walk on those streets. So obviously the schools are being built on those streets. People mm-hmm. cannot reach out and go get educated. Mm-hmm. So it put a majority of the, the uh, even in the hierarchy that you mentioned, um, except for the one and two, maybe the three and four, of course, the, the the fifth one who is outside of all that, the, the, the Dalits, they were not allowed to get education. Wow. So that put a stop. So it was denied opportunities more than that. Mm-hmm. So even with the upper caste getting opportunities, some may utilize the opportunity to get better financially, but some may still not. So the, the discussion of is it uh, related to their financial situation? In some cases, yes, but in some cases, it may not be the one. So. With, with some exceptions. I get it. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. And, you know, as you say that, I can understand more, uh-huh. more like her comparison between blacks uh-huh. and, and the, um, I'm going to make the diets. Diets. Okay. Yeah. I understand the, the comparison even more the, as you say that. that. Because of course, with us, we weren't allowed to be educated. We weren't allowed to right. how to read. Yeah. It, it, it was surprising to me when I came in when um, people would ask, oh, do you really eat meat? I'm like, yeah, I, I grew up eating meat. Of course, yeah. I eat meat. I eat fish. <laughs> Why not? Oh, I thought all Indians don't eat meat. So it is mm-hmm. tied. The, the food is also tied up to the caste system on for really? the most part. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, in India, uh, more than 70% of them eat meat. Mm. Right. I didn't but, realize that. I never thought that. <laughs> but the folks who came in the beginning from the upper caste, mm-hmm. they don't eat meat. So mm-hmm. that represented India, that mm-hmm. population represented India, which is not entirely true. So the so people have these connotations that 
oh, you're from India, you shouldn't be eating meat or they assumed so because of their initial uh, uh, set of people who came, they right. represent, yeah, they are part of India, but they're not the entire India. In fact, not the majority of India who loves to eat meat, cook meat and, and all that. Mm-hmm. So th- there is that political thing connected to food as well. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that, the correlation between food and the system. Huh. Okay. And then did you... I don't know how to phrase this question. Like once you came, how, when did you come to America? Let me start there. <laughs> so the very first time I came on a business visa in 2008, but then um, in 2010, it's almost like I came in and I I go to vacation to India. But to, let's say 2010 is when I proper, I knew that I'm going to be here for long. Okay. So 12 years. What When you came to America, did you did you experience like, racism and were you able to make comparisons between racism in america and the system in india definitely yes Mm -hmm. but i I was not well read back then Mm -hmm. i observed few things and i was not able to bring in the connect and then i started the journey of understanding and the connection i have read many books like the one that you read Mm -hmm. uh, from isabel wilkerson Uh, i have read such books about uh, uh racism as well um, and here how it happens and about caste systems as well particularly the book by Ambedkar which is the annihilation of caste mm-hmm. where he has tied uh, between the uh, the race system here and the caste system that he has done similar comparisons really? um, through which I understood uh, many and how the pop culture how the um, the rap culture how through art people here express themselves and mm-hmm. uh, some of the, the people in the art in back from country, they say, why don't we follow them? They are doing it the right way, expressing mm-hmm. through art. So you are, you are heard mm-hmm. more than through riots or protests or stuff. Let's express our pain uh, through rap and art. And that will take in, in the world, it will live forever for the future generation. Yeah. So. Interesting. Um, are there people in your family that disagree with, with your belief system with, not aligning with caste today it's uh, i there's a positive sign today mm-hmm. the youngsters don't want to associate themselves with the caste mm-hmm. they don't believe in the caste system it's a positive thing that it is changing mm-hmm. not in my family mm-hmm. they uh, they m- mostly align with the the thinking that there shouldn't be a caste system in the first place mm-hmm. i grew up in a city and and that's where i'm going to go a little explaining about how it is different from where you come from. Growing up in a city, yes, there are things that you go through, but not a whole lot. In mm-hmm. When it comes to villages, which are the hearts of India, majority of India was villages. And now um, many of them are getting converted uh, into towns and small cities and then big cities. Yeah. Villages, people actually live like how the Varna system is, like one particular caste in one area, the other particular caste in another area. They even have different funeral homes, uh, cemeteries wow. that they call for this one caste shouldn't be buried in another place. And the obviously the Shudras or the Dalits are, the, are on the outskirts. Mm-hmm. And there you see more of the socioeconomic thing playing. These will be like a little poor people. They are outside. They will be given uh, jobs with our laborers. And that brings me to another um, uh, article that I read where uh, another lawsuit by some of the uh, lower caste who are brought from India mm-hmm. uh, through immigration 
in a in a special type of visa for worshiping god and but then they were asked to do labor work in new jersey and they were underpaid so as we, the, the caste system has many implications and one of this is uh, how you exploit people using that so it, between a village and a city it is a little different equation on how we go through that and then my parents when they uh, in in, uh, in my child childhood they do, didn't bring up the topic i mean there is a good and a bad thing there <laughs> <laughs> they they should have actually spoken out about it but mm-hmm. when i was trying for my employment right after my college that's mm-hmm. when i got to face the reality uh, my uncle referred me to someone mm-hmm. and i he was not willing to give the opportunity because he had a preconceived notion mm-hmm. that uh, people from the higher caste usually have certain mindset so mm-hmm. they can be considered uh, we have to wait so it kind of he didn't ask okay let's go let's understand this guy what he is capable of or anything but rather the birth defined anything at that point i came back uh, was like pretty upset obviously and then, like mm-hmm. why was i not considered being yeah. considered and uh, being heard and receiving such a feedback mm-hmm. fine you're i i i go flunked interviews um <laughs> uh, that is okay right but uh, that made me think and then i checked with my parents and then they said so many stories why didn't you put me through all this or tell me all this wow. from the okay. would have been more prepared and all yeah. but thankfully he denied the opportunity now i am here mm-hmm. my, i've made my life better mm-hmm. uh uh thanks to the universe i'm here talking to you mm-hmm. in a much more better portion than me ended up working for him <laughs> yeah exactly it worked out right what do you teach your kids what do i teach so i made sure not to do the same thing mm-hmm. but I, i tell my kids about religion and about caste that it exists it's good and bad and mm-hmm. particularly with the caste system if somebody comes and asks you hey you're from india uh do you belong to a particular caste if anybody uh, asks so something you say i i choose not to call myself under any caste system right. so that's what i've been teaching them that's great and uh, one leader that uh, totally a different uh, topic one leader that people in america here know is uh, mahatma gandhi mm-hmm. uh, gandhi who mm, has a high name across the globe and his viewpoint against the the caste system is he's against untouchability mm-hmm. but he's not against the caste system because he is a more pro hindu he supports the varna system he believed in a varna system to whatever his understanding was that time mm-hmm. so he he kept saying it, it's almost like i i can't help but explain this in a different way he kept saying if you have germs in your uh, fingernails keep removing the germs which means he says uh, uh let's not have untouchables but let's have the caste system it's almost mm-hmm. saying keep the nails but keep working on the germs mm-hmm. that's not going to happen you got to get rid of your nail in order exactly. to that's the source <laughs> yeah you cannot put a bandage you got to fix the root cause right thanks for saying that okay. you're welcome yeah. yeah um one thing is whenever i speak my perspective my opinions there is also another side to the coin and i am someone who always look for the grain of truth on what on the other side people who believe in the the caste system believe mm-hmm. that hindu religion is devoid of the caste system how where are they coming from i try to understand that they may have a reason right? right and and even in the cisco lawsuit they think that it is causing divide than uniting people 
But it is also burying the fact that if you have to take your stand, and very recently uh, our uh, company's CEO came back uh, during the George Floyd Black Lives Matter, he said, we have to take a stand. Mm-hmm. Here, you don't have a choice other than to take a stand. I absolutely believe so. Yeah. You cannot just push it under a blanket. And uh, it is, as I said in my disclaimer, Standing on the side of someone who has been discriminated uh, is not about going against a particular uh, religion or a mm-hmm. community or, or a country. It is more humanity. Exactly. Are, at, at, a, at an era in 2022, we are global citizens mm-hmm. with what's happening around. I may be born in some place, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a man and I wanted to be treated equally mm-hmm. as a human being wherever I go. And that's what you deserve, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's my last thought <laughs> for the evening. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm happy that you stopped and added more. Appreciate it. Thanks, Cher. It was wonderful. Again, thank you so much for the opportunity. I hope we get to uh, meet and interact more on this topic or any other topic for that matter. Oh, sorry. I did have one more thing I thought about. Mm-hmm. Because sure. you said you work with a group in the area and you guys talk about these things and kind of work. Uh-huh. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, it's called a, a study circle, okay. which operates at a, a level in, in it. We have people uh, all over the United States, but then we have a mini group for the state of in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and one of my friend, we started this group within Florida because of the idea that came from the overall global uh, presence as well. Mm-hmm. There it is more about sharing these uh, ideas. Uh, it's a it's a book study. So mm-hmm. you come and read some of the books and we discuss concepts, but they also do some of the events and they talk to universities where mm-hmm. whatever I'm doing with you, they do it to larger organizations saying, could you please add caste as one of the uh, thing for discrimination? So they, oh, that wow. level of work is happening in the background. Okay. Again, with the whole goal is to bring in awareness mm-hmm. uh, that this thing might even exist here. And when somebody struggles, there is a very reason, very logical reason why they are struggling. Mm-hmm. And we want the leaders here to acknowledge that struggle and help them with. And how does someone find out more about that? Like if they were interested in contacting that group to learn more? We have, I think we have a website and a Facebook page. Yeah, and uh, I can post it in the description. If anyone wants to go, sure. Let me f- let me find that. Is it okay if I uh, send you a text? Yeah, you can text it to me for sure. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's helpful. I forgot that I definitely wanted to ask you about that. So thank. And that's another organization that got me more thinking and how to mm-hmm. be more open about coming out and talking to uh, people about this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, really cool. yeah. And there is uh, the Equality Labs that I mentioned that wanted to do this conversation. That's another not-for-profit organization, but the, it's more Dalit, not a not-for-profit and fighting for the rights of Dalits who are being discriminated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those do, organizations do exist here. Okay. And anybody can reach out and find out more and get more. I, ha- I haven't worked with Equality Labs, but okay. I can find more. Yes, okay. absolutely. If you're interested in, in, in including them in as part of your work and wanting to reach out, I think they'll be very open to such an idea. Okay. And someone like uh, that uh, working in Google mm. reached out to them and which caused a different, it went in a different direction, but yeah, okay. <laughs> the idea is I think they are open. And, and what I read about them uh, is 
they have already done such things mm-hmm. leaving google microsoft uh think the top tech companies all of them uh, had them in their invitation they they were able to do this in other tech companies uh, okay got it and then they got hit with this one issue with google so wow yeah i'm i'm going to read more about that that's fascinating yeah. i will pass on the articles about that in, okay. in a given time sure thank you all right you're welcome well.